We're back and brought to you by Fractal Hockey Consulting through an integrated series of best business practices. They design solutions for hockey operations and hockey business operations. Continue to talk to Ian Gentile, VP of Hockey Operations for the USHL. You know, I want to get your thoughts on, you know, the USHL Fall Classic, which I think is, an, is a really great way to start the season. It used to be preseason games, and I li- really like the fact they pushed it into regular season games. I thought it was a really nice way to launch the season. But what I find really interesting is, you know, the combines around it and then the other youth tournaments around it, allowing, you know, the member clubs to see these younger kids get a beat on them early, but for then the kids to have an opportunity to see what the USHL is all about and be able to ha- have people like you talk to them, but then also to witness and watch the ushl live because i've talked to parents before oh my high school kid he could play here and then they went and see a game live and they're like wow like this hockey is really exceptionally good so talk about the ancillary benefits of that from the ushl fall classic the fall classic is is our is our hallmark event and rightfully so i mean it's ironic that we 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 start our season with it but um what a wonderful event where we're sort of the, the center of the hockey universe for four or five days, uh, a really great partnership with the NHL. Um, and it provides such a tangible value to the NHL too. Every club is represented and they have like three or four, in some cases, five scouts present. Um, in my conversations with Dan Marr and Central Scouting, they just place such an emphasis on this event because where else are you going to get all 16 teams in one location playing elite hockey you have another hundred some um, college and division one coaches. You put that all together and, and you really are the center of the hockey universe um, in a great, again, a, just a, a hockey wild uh, city in Pittsburgh. And, and just the event is it's, 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 it's a wonderful event at the USHL level that serves sort of a unique and valuable purpose. Plus that whole other side that you talked about the youth side. So um what Frank Butler does and, and what our player development staff does on the youth side, again, critically important, getting the the, the best, uh, you know, triple A programs in the country all together in one city. It's not it's not coincidence. And we have it at the exact same time as, as the USHL is playing so that these athletes get a chance to come and watch the USHL so that these parents get a chance to come and watch the USHL. We're very, very proud of our product and, and the numbers seem to bear that out. Um, the recent athletic article uh, seems to bear that out. And it's it's a, it's an incredibly important and well-placed development league. When these young athletes come and see our product, I think they're blown away. Um, what a fast league. What an athletic league. And then you put those NHL draft numbers behind it, the college placement numbers behind it. Um, and and you, you wrap that all up into the fall classic just being a, a really uniquely valuable event. Yeah, I think it radically changed when you went to Pittsburgh and had a partner in a facility. That's great. Like I love the facility and we'd stay at the hotel right across the street. So yeah, we just like right. walk right back and forth. It's really convenient. Um, you know, Pittsburgh Penguins have uh, the practice facility. It's double, double ice surface, which is great. And then they have the restaurants and everything in between. I think it just makes it a, much, a super convenient because it's centrally located too as well. So it's close for all the member clubs to get to, but then for all the NHL and the, you know, the college coaches to get in there um you know there are other you know areas that are close by that could probably do just as great as a job but and i'm always an advocate of like maybe moving around a little bit but it's hard to say no to pittsburgh because they've done such a great job there 
Well, that's it. it. It's been a natural fit. Uh, the Penguins are terrific partners. That facility is exceptional. And then, and then you you factor in all the youth rinks that are in such a close proximity. Uh, it's been home, you know, for this event for a while now. And uh, it's just, it's a great fit. Like how, how valuable it is it to the USHL that, you know, you and other staff members can have these conversations, big conversations with parents and with the youth players you know, before their games and at, in, at tournaments during this event so that they understand exactly what you they have potentially in the USHL, whether it's a fit for them personally and their families, and have the opportunity to speak with, you know, USHL general managers and USHL coaches, you know, directly about, you know, what would it be like for me to go there? The parents asking questions. What is it like? What's the building like? What's the schools like? You know, what's the emphasis on education? You know, how valuable is that as a recruiting tool for, you know, having these youth tournaments around? It's one of the biggest we've got, right? I, I'd be lying if I said it wasn't. It, it's it's one of the biggest recruiting tools we have. Um, you have some of the best players in the country right in that perfect age range, and they have a chance to watch all 16 teams potentially meet with all 16 teams, meet with the league, watch the product. You sort of can't replicate that. Like you, you put that all together. It, it's, it's such a rare and valuable opportunity um, for the athlete too, that, um, okay, I'm a pretty good player at this level. Uh, we're a pretty competitive program. What does the next level look like? And what we're finding and what I'm finding uh, the, with the more time I spend here in junior hockey is that, NHL players, professional players, players and, and athletes that have had long careers will often tell you the most difficult jump they've ever made was the jump to the USHL. Like, wow, like that blew me away. And Shane, maybe you knew that or were a part of that intuitively. But for me, spending as much time in the NHL as I did, I was shocked to learn that. So great. So now we have some intel. Let's use that. How can we help athletes with this transition and actually propel them. So then that's, again, where sort of the player development challenge comes in. But I was really kind of shocked to learn that, but but maybe I shouldn't have been. Well, how much do you think that is from you put your player development hat on is about forming habits, like for the young players to understand there are certain habits and behaviors that you're going to have to start to build so that you have the consistency and the self-discipline to be able to get where you want to go. And you can't start this at 19 or 20. You need to start it a little bit younger so that it be, it gets to the point where it becomes autotelic. Like you're not even thinking about it. This is what I do every day. Um, and then it compounds itself. It builds upon itself every day for that athlete when they get from like 14 to 15 to 16 and they're jumping into the USHL. Habits, yes. But how about just the human element too? Like they're young athletes. These right. are really young the athletes. Kids. They, yeah, and you know, and maybe they've 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 never billeted before. They they've never uh, lived outside of mom and dad before, or, or maybe it's their first time ever living away from home. They've been the biggest, fastest, strongest every team they've ever played for, and that's about to come to a crashing halt too. So yeah, you put that all together, and there's there's just there's a lot we can do to help. And to your point, it's yes, there's the habits, and we can teach you how to take that next step, um, train on the ice, what you should be doing off the ice. But I think there's a lot of that human component that we could help too. that. Hey, look, we understand this is the first time you've lived away from home. We understand you're stressed out trying to pick a college, um, thinking about the NHL. I think we can really help in those areas. So, so that's kind of this, some of the fun stuff I'm looking to unpack here in the coming, coming months.
almost like having a little tester for the lot of young athletes and saying, okay, this is a potential billet family. You get to stay with them, say for a week and see what that's like. And this is well, like, you a- and I, yeah, you and I've talked about workshopping. It is, there's a lot we can test at this level. And, and I think there's probably even more we can do in the orientation department, which is, Hey, we've heard historically, this is one of the most difficult developmental jumps you're going to make. Let's help you. Like, let's be an ally in that with you instead of just throwing you out to see and, and seeing who's going to sink and, or swim. Right. I think we I think we can help athletes. Right. And in terms of that educational process, because they're leaving their high school, they're leaving their friends. You know, how do we help supplement the educational component so it's less stressful for them and helping them understand how they learn? Because there's going to be a, sometimes there's a little bit more remote learning. And that's not always some people don't handle that very well. So how do we help supplement that as well in that process? Because we kind of forget their kids are away from home and there's a lot of stresses on them. And then they got school. It's not like a pro athlete. My job is just to go, you know, prepare myself and get ready. Yeah. And it's, it's a passion area of mine, that mental performance and mental resilience space too. You're never too young. Um, you're, you're never too young to, to start working on your mental performance, your mental health, your mental resilience, remote learning. Um, through a grenade into all of this for all of us, right? We sort of take, you and I are sitting here talking remotely now, even a few years ago, this was unheard of, right? So um, understanding the challenges of remote learning, understand the challenges of just being a young person today. Um, there's so much we can do to help you from that mental performance standpoint. Hopefully in some small way, I can I can add value there too. Well, Ian, I want to thank you very much for coming on your show. We really appreciate the insight, and we look forward to talking to you throughout the year. Yeah, anytime. Thanks so much, Shane. Ian Gentile, we're going to take a short break. We'll continue to talk about the USHL and the USHL Fall Classic right after these important messages. <laughs> 